is the one that says what is impossible with man is possible with God. Is the one that made a way for the children of Israel to pass through the Red Sea. What became a passageway of salvation for some became the end of another. I want you to just lift up your voice tonight and just bless this incredible God. See, the, 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 the writer of Proverbs said there's something that is so amazing about is that the growth of seed in the womb of a woman that till today scientists and doctors cannot still come up with a solution to that. I want you to know, just think about the depth of the incredibility of this God. I want you to just lift up your voice tonight and just, just talk to him. Just bless his name. I, I, for me, many times I'm just short of words because all I can say is, God, for who you are, I bless you. What do I have to say for how you have brought me thus far? Thank you for saving me. Thank you for removing me from the path of destruction. Thank you for being the God of my life. Thank you for loving me even when it seems impossible to love me. I want to bless you, oh God. If I look at just the material things, it trumps whatever it is that you have done for me. Lord, I sit down tonight, oh God, I ponder upon all that you have done for me. And Lord, I cannot have enough time to be able to thank you enough. I want to thank you, God, for the times you have delivered me that I did not know. I thank you, Lord, for the times, oh God, that you have given me joy even when I couldn't find any. I want to thank you, God, for the time you have flooded my heart with your peace when I did not know where to get peace from. You've been everything to me. Every aspect of my life, Lord, it's been you. You are the one, oh God, that has shaped my life. You are the one that has fashioned my life according to your love. I want to bless your name tonight, oh God. Incredible God. Awesome God. You're magnificent, oh God. Thank you. Thank you for how your love searched me out. Thank you for how your love has brought meaning to my life. I wake up every day with peace because I know you love me. I thank you, God, because your word declares, in this life you said you will have tribulation. You said, but be of good cheer, I have overcome. You said, I give you peace. Peace not as the world gives. My Lord, I thank you. If there's anything I want to thank you for tonight, I thank you because even when life does not make meaning, you become the meaning of life. I give you praise. I magnify you. Thank you. Thank you for my family. Thank you for my children. Thank you for my husband. Thank you for how you have sustained us. Lord, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for how you have showed us the path of life. Lord, we are grateful to you. Lord, we lift up our voice to say thank you. Except for you that has been on our side. Except for you that has been with us. Except for you that has been our joy. Except for you that have been the meaning of our life. Except for you that have been the essence of our life. Except for you that have been the fountain of which we drink from. 
Except from you that have been the pillar of our life. Except from you that have been the one we lean on. Lord, we give you praise tonight. Ah. Sometimes, oh God, we can't even find the right words to articulate what's going on in our hearts. But you know the depth of our gratitude tonight. We're so grateful, oh God. So grateful, oh God. So grateful, oh God. When we look all around us, oh God, we can lift up our voice to say, only you. Only you that have brought us thus far. Thank you. You have not left us without help. You've been our help. You've been our strength. You've been our joy. You've been our peace. You've been our sustenance. You've been the one we can run to. You are the strong tower that we run to. We find safety. We bless you tonight, oh God. Blessed be your name. <laughs> ah. You're just too much, oh God. We worship you tonight. Oh, we give you praise. Oh, we give you praise, oh God. Your mercy, they endure forever. Your grace knows no end. Your love is unsearchable, is unknowable. The depth of it, O oh God, man can't understand. You are the one that helps even when man does not call for help. No wonder the scripture says, even when we are not faithful, you remain faithful. You cannot deny yourself that is who you are. We're so grateful for your faithfulness. Because, Lord, if you qualify us by our faithfulness, none of us will be here. But thank you because you qualify us because of you. And that is all we have going on in our lives. We worship you. We're grateful. I just want you to thank God for your family tonight. Just, just thank him for your family tonight. In your own strength, you couldn't have sustained your family. 
if you are the provider of your family, even in your own skill and your talent, you couldn't have provided for them the way God has provided for them. I just want you to just thank him tonight. Lord, thank you. When I look all around, I look at what you've done in the life of my wife. I look at what you've done in the life of my husband. I look at what you're doing in the life of my children. I want to thank you, oh God. That in my own strength, I could not have done it. In my own wisdom, I could not have put it together. It could only be, have been by you. No wonder your word declares, by wisdom is a house built. By understanding, it is established. And by knowledge, the rooms are filled with precious treasures. Because you're the one that builds all things. I thank you for being the builder of our homes. For being the one that sustains all things about our lives. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. Oh, we worship you tonight. The one you helped has come to
Our Father, on this first day of our fasting, we set it aside, O oh God, to give you thanks. Yes. Yes. We set it aside to lift up your name. La Lord, we're so grateful, O oh God, for all that you have done for us. We are so grateful, O oh God, for who you are to us, O oh God. We are so grateful, O oh God, that you are the pillar upon whom we stand. Yeah. Our Father, we lift up our voice tonight, O oh God, as one body. As we lift up our song to you, O oh God, to say, Lord, here we are, the ones that you've helped. We have come back to say thank you to you. We have come to lift up our voice to thank you, O oh God. Thank you for our journey thus far. Thank you for being our help thus far. Thank you for how far you have brought us. Thank you, O oh God, for how you have continued to shower your grace upon us. Thank you for how you continue to love us, O oh God. Father, we lift our voice to you tonight to say thank you, my God. If we add a thousand tongues, it is not enough to praise you. So thank you for how you have helped us. So thank you for how far you have brought us. So thank you for what you have con continued to do in our lives, oh God. Father, we lift up our voice tonight to say we bless you. Our soul bless you. Our spirit worship you. Our flesh is in subjection, oh God. Because we acknowledge you as the God over all things. And we lift up our voice tonight, oh God. To say, oh God, you alone, oh God, are worthy of our praise. You alone are the King of kings. You alone are the Lord of lords. You alone are the beginning and the end. You alone are the first and the last. You alone are the rose of Sharon. You alone are the lily of the valley. You alone are the strength of our life. You alone are the light of our life. You alone are the strength of everything. You alone, oh God, are the road that we walk on. You alone are our path of life. You alone, oh God, are the peace of our life. You alone, oh God, are the pillar of our life. You alone, oh God, are the brightness of our life. We lift up your voice today, oh God. We give you praise. 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 Jehovah, we give you praise. Our Father, we give you praise. Our Helper, we give you praise. Our Savior, we give you praise. Our joy, we give you praise. Our peace, we give you praise. You are the bright and the morning star. In our 
darkest hour, you are the one that shined your lights. Thank you. Ancient of days. Thank you. The glory and the lifter up of our head. We bless you. The answer to all of our prayers. We bless you. The road to every path of life. We bless you. You are the one that lifts up our countenance. We bless you. You are the one that has given our hearts rejoicing. David said, why so downcast, O my soul? Put your hope in God. It is because he knows, he knew that the hope to life is only God. My God, tonight we stand as a family. We declare, oh God, we want to say to others, why so downcast your soul? Put your hope in God. Because you are the one that has brought us out in the midst of our confusion, in the midst of where we did not have an answer. You became the direction to every confusion. My God, we lift our voice tonight to say thank you, oh God. You are the one almighty God that created something out of nothing. In every situation of our life, you create something out of nothing. You created a praise out of nothing. You created our thanksgiving out of nothing. My God, we lift up our voice to you tonight. Can I get somebody that can help me praise him? Can I just get somebody that can join me to give him praise tonight? We worship you. you tonight we thank you we bless you we honor you we acknowledge your God in our lives as the only one that upholds everything and so Lord we say Lord in, from the depths of our hearts we're so grateful to you grateful for our families grateful for our friends 
grateful for our environment, grateful for all that you've done. We bless your name tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. We're just going to share very briefly. I want to give time to prayers tonight. Um, so I'm just going to share very, very briefly. I know that a theme of our fasting is growing in grace. Um, that's the theme of the fast. And so to just quickly um, get going, I want to touch tonight on what do we mean by growing in grace? Um, what are the implications of not growing? What is the evidence of growth? in someone's life, and what are the benefits of the growth that we have? That's what I want to touch on tonight. And so I'm just going to quickly go to Colossians chapter 1 from verse 9. Colossians chapter 1 from verse 9. Okay, I think, I'm not sure that. Um, Colossians chapter 1 verse 9. Uh, if someone has is there, please, would you read that for us, please? Colossians chapter 1 from verse 9. Anyone that is there, would you kindly read? Yes. Amen. Continue. Amen. Yes. Amen. Go on, please. Yes. Amen. 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 Okay, so we read there. Um, basically, this was Paul's prayer, and his prayer, in the entirety of that, um, of, of the length of the scriptures we've just read, is that Paul was praying that these believers would grow, basically. That's just the bottom line. His prayer is, I pray that you would grow. And one of the things that we've always emphasized is that for every believer, yeah, I know I need that. You're cold? <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for helping me to clarify it. <laughs> one of the things that we've always said is that um, for us as believers, one of the prayers that the, the consistent prayer of Paul was for every believer to have an understanding of who they are in God, that when you get that understanding of who you are in God, it changes everything about your life. Um, the way you see the world, the way you see everything around you. And so, rather than Paul praying that God opened the door for this business to happen, he's praying for what will even cause that door to open. That is, first of all, you know God. Because when you know God and you know what you have in God, it's a different ball game completely. I had the opportunity of sharing the past week in a particular camp meeting, and um, everyone that came in there, the things they were saying, I mean, I'm sitting down there, I'm saying, God, help me, how am I going to escape this thing? And every 
thing was pointing to what they had to do, what the enemy was doing, what the evil spirits were attempting to do, and all that thing. And I'm telling you from beginning to the end, all the prayers was just about what they needed to acquire. Acquire, 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 acquire. And you just get to the place where you're not condescending in your view. You're just saying, my God, I wish their eyes would be open. That they would know that they already have all these things. And that this is not something that they are begging to get. And God kind of helped. Because I was, through the help of the Holy Spirit, able to break down the scriptures. So that everyone will understand that what you're praying for is already a package of your new creation. So that once you're aware of that, then you stop trying to pray for something that you've already been given. And you're just thanking God for the manifestation of that which you have been given. But that the main area is just to see yourself grow in God. Amen? And so, this was what Paul was talking about when he, when he prayed in Colossians, in Ephesians, in Thessalonians for the growth of the believers. Amen? And when we say growing in grace, what we mean is that you're growing in the knowledge of Christ and you're becoming settled in your identity as a child of God. Amen? And so tonight, I just want to quickly get into what are the implications of not growing. If we read in Ephesians chapter 4, um, from verse 12 to 15, will somebody please read that for me? Ephesians chapter 4, from verse 12 to 15. Yep. Amen. Amen. There we go. So we share the word there, growth, again. Now what Paul is saying there is the implication of not growing is that you're going to become tossed to and fro. You'll hear this wind of doctrine, you'll flow with it. If they say to you today, it is when you bring 10 cups of anointing oil, God hears your prayer, boom, I go with that. If they say to you, bring a mantle for you to pray, when you hold on to this mantle, God will do stuff, boom, I go with that. But Paul is saying that the, if you grow in God and you come to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, the evidence of that is that you're no longer tossed to and fro. You are stable you're growing, there's a steady growth and understanding of who you are in God. So what are the implications of not growing in grace? Number one, from the scripture that we read here, is you're stagnant. And if you look at a stagnant water, what happens with a stagnant water? It stinks. It allows anything in there. And, and that's what happens when a believer is not growing in grace. The next thing is, you'll be led by your flesh. Every, everything, your response will be from the flesh. And what is the flesh? The flesh is just simply dependent upon yourself. 
Simple. That's just the definition of flesh. You are depending on yourself for answers to everything. The next thing is, you are not doctrinally sound. And and if I can just camp here for a minute, what we mean by doctrinally sound is this. You don't have an understanding and grasp of the scriptures. You don't know the essence of your salvation. You are not able to figure out why Christ did what he did, how you find yourself in it, how you grow in it. All of those things, that's what happens. You will not find yourself being able to break down scriptures. To understand scriptures, you would not be able to do it. If you're not steadily growing in God. Those are the imp- this is one of the implications of not growing in grace. The other one is you will begin to find yourself unfulfilled in life. It's, different, it's a different thing to have money. Because if money was the answer to all things, people won't be committing suicide. You won't see millionaires committing suicide. But there is more to life than that. There's a fulfillment that comes with life that, on, that is only derived from our connection with Jesus. And that's what you would not be enjoying when you're not growing in grace. In other words, for the believer, there is no option. You have to choose to want to grow in grace. Amen? Because the evidence of growth in your life is that you are sound in the Word of God. You are able to dissect the Word of God. So that when you hear someone giving you a word that is contrary to scriptures, you can be able to stop that person or you yourself know within yourself that is not sound. Number two, you become very strong in your prayer life. In other words, prayer will not be a chore for you. It is something you do because you enjoy it. In other words, we don't pray because we have to. You pray because you want to pray. Are you getting me? Then the other thing is you'll be spirit-led. Once you're growing in grace. In Hebrews chapter 13 verse 9, Paul said, um, if you can open with me to that please. Hebrews chapter 13 verse 9. What does it say? Hebrews 13 verse 9. Oh. There we go. For it is good that the art be established by grace, not with food which have not profited those who have been occupied with them. But hear what Paul is saying there. He says, do not be carried about with various strange doctrines. Here we come again to that thing. So if you're not growing in grace, what Paul is saying, you're going to be tossed to and fro. There's no way you can avoid that. So he's saying here, okay, I'm not sure it's Paul, but again, I'm just of the opinion that that's a Paul's later. He says, do not be carried about with various and strange doctrines. For it is good that a heart be established by grace. Now, Paul wrote, I think it was in um, Acts chapter 20 verse 32, right? Where he said, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace. That is able what? To do what? Keep you and give you an inheritance among those that are what? Sanctified. So now we find again. 
why we need to grow in grace. We need to grow in grace because with that, we begin to walk a fulfilled life. Amen? Let me give you some scriptures. Here is Paul talking to Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter 1. Please open with me 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 14. 2 Timothy 1 verse 14. It says, that good thing which was committed to you, keep by the Holy Spirit who dwells in us. So here is Paul saying to Timothy, listen, Timothy, the best advice I can give you, I want you to stay and grow in the word of God. As you stay in the word of God, he's saying to him, it will become evident to all your growth because you're, you're taking time to, to study the word. You're taking time to be doctrinally sound. And because of that, your growth will become evident to everybody around you. So what am I saying? As you grow in grace, which is growing in the knowledge of who Christ is, you find out that everyone around you begins to eat of that goodness in your life. Amen? And so, um, another scripture that I want to give us is Exodus 33 verse 13. Give me that in Amplified if you're able to. Exodus 33 verse 13. And then we're going to talk about the benefits of growth and then we'll pray. Exodus 33 verse 13. It says, now therefore I pray you, if I found favor in your sight, show me your way that I may know you progressively become more deeply and intimately acquainted with you. The word there is progressively. And perceiving and recognizing and understanding more strongly and clearly. And that I may find favor in your sight. And Lord, do consider that this nation is your people. But where I want to stay is where in, the, in the parenthesis where it says, progressively become more deeply and intimately acquainted with you. Perceiving and recognizing and understanding, in other words, is a progressive thing. In other words, there's a continuity to it. That as we, as we take our time to desire to grow in Christ, what, what becomes very clear is we become strong and we can clearly understand the things that God has called us to. Amen? If you look at Daniel chapter 11 verse 32, Daniel 11 verse 32, He said, and such as violate the covenant, he shall pervert and seduce with flatteries. But the people who know their God, give me to you in King James. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Those who do wickedly against the covenant shall be corrupt with flattery. But the people who know their God, two things happen. They shall be strong and then they shall carry out great exploits. So what am I saying here? What are the benefits of growth to the believer? Number one, it is advantageous to the body of Christ. Let me give you a scripture that shows that it's advantageous to the body of Christ. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 15 to 16. Ephesians chapter 4. But speaking the truth in love may grow up into all things unto him who is the head, which is Christ. Verse 16. From whom the whole body joined and knit together by what every joint supplies. If you're growing, you are able to supply. 
He says, according to the effective working by which every part does its share, causes growth of the body for the edifying of itself in love. So, the benefits of growth is that it's advantageous to the body of Christ. Number two, you be strong. We just read it in Daniel chapter 11 verse 32. And then number three, finally, it says you will do exploits. And to do exploits, the dictionary meaning is you utilize, you utilize for profit to advance. Basically, what the scripture is saying here is for you to be able to do exploits. You have to first to know God. And in knowing God, you begin to understand who you are and what God has given you. And because of what God has given you, you can lay hold of it and begin to enjoy it. And then you live a very fulfilled life. So for the believer, there is no option than to choose to grow in the knowledge of God. And that means we are doctrinally sound. To be doctrinally sound, you have to also go into the scriptures. The scriptures become like a ready answer for everything for the believer. You know how to read your scriptures. You listen to messages. You take time out to pray. And as you do that, you begin to experience growth. You begin to experience growth because what happens is, according to Galatians chapter 5 verse 16 in Amplified, it says, you should habitually live in the spirit. When you are taking time to steadily grow in Christ, you find yourself habitually living in your own environment. And because you're living in that environment, everything about that environment begins to work well for you. That's what the scripture is saying. Because God has given you everything. And because God has given you everything, he expects you to become aware of it and take advantage of that which he has given you. Amen? So I want us to stand to our feet tonight as we pray. There are three benefits of growth for the believer. It is advantageous to the body of Christ. You become strong and you are able to do exploits. Amen? And so, with that benefit in mind, I want you to lift up your voice today. You're going to pray for yourself. You're going to pray for your spouse. You're going to pray for your children. That every one of them will grow in the knowledge of Christ. There will be a steady growth in the knowledge of Christ in their life. Shari, can you please give me in Amplified, Colossians chapter 1 from verse 9. I want us to read that as we pray. Colossians chapter 1 from verse 9. Just look at this scripture and then just take points out of it and just pray. Pray for yourself, for your family. It says, for this reason also, from the day we heard of it, I've not ceased to pray and make special requests for you. Asking that you may be filled with the full, deep and clear knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom in comprehensive insight into the ways and purposes of God. What, what is this amplified classic? Okay, I'll, I'll show you what, the one I have now so you can see the difference there. <laughs> 1 
For this reason, here's what mine says. Since the day we heard about it, I've not stopped praying for you. Asking specifically that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom, with insight into his purposes, and in understanding of spiritual things, so that you would walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, displaying admirable character, moral courage, and personal integrity, to fully please him in all things, bearing fruit in every good work, and steadily growing in the knowledge of God, with deeper faith, clearer insight, and fervent love for his precepts. We pray that you may be strengthened and invigorated with all power, according to his glorious might, to attain every kind of endurance and patience with joy. It is a loaded scripture. There is point after point after point to pray about. I want you to take all those points. Pray for your spouse. Pray for your children. Lift up your voice today. Lord, I pray that my children would display admirable character. And that is only displayed as they grow in the knowledge of Christ. I pray that my spouse will grow in the knowledge of Christ. I pray, my God, that there will be a steady growth of the knowledge of Jesus in our lives. That, Lord God Almighty, I pray today, Almighty God, that, Lord God, there will be within my family, O God, a deeper faith, a clearer insight, a fervent love, O God, for your precept. My children will have desire for your word. My spouse will have desire for your word. I pray today, O God, that my family will have an understanding of all spiritual things, O God, in the name of Jesus, that as a family we will walk in a manner that is pleasing to you. That in all things that we do, oh God, Father, that Jesus will be at the center of it all. That Lord, we will declare as Paul said, that I've made up my mind to know nothing except Jesus and him crucified. That in my home, oh God, we will know nothing but Jesus and him crucified. I pray, Lord, this evening, oh God, that in the name of Jesus, that Lord, my family will be filled with the knowledge of your will in all spiritual wisdom, with insight into your purposes. My Lord, I pray tonight, oh God, that Lord God, my children, oh God, would display personal integrity because they walk in your word, oh Lord. You said, you said God, great peace are they that love your word. You said nothing shall offend them. My God, I pray that the love of your word, oh God, Father Lord, we grow, Lord, in the hearts of my children and in my spouse in the name of Jesus. That Lord God Almighty, we may enjoy the benefits of growing with you. That Lord will be strong as a family. We will do exploits as a family. In the name of Jesus, I thank you, O oh God. That Lord God, if there's anything that I desire, is that my family, O oh God, be known, not for natural things, not for the natural resources of life, but they be known, O oh God, by their God. My God, I pray this morning, O oh God. I pray this night, O oh God, that in the name of Jesus, I declare that me and my family, we have made up our mind to follow you. And Lord, as we follow you, O oh God, you will open unto us, O oh God, scriptures. You will open us to us revelation, O oh God, that Lord, we may know you more. In the name of Jesus. Pray this evening. Pray this evening. Father, we pray, Lord.
We pray, oh God, that every one member of our family will be strengthened and invigorated with all power according to your glorious might. That, Lord, as a family, we will attain to every kind of endurance and patience with joy. In the name of Jesus. That the heart of my home will be full of thanksgiving. In the name of Jesus. Mandere Bosonto. Lord, this is our desire. You said they that know their God, they shall be strong and they shall do exploits. My children will know their God. My children will know the God of their father. They will know the God of their mother. My spouse will know you more and more. There will be a deeper, deep, deeper, Lord, deeper digging, oh God, into your word. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, that my family is anchored deep in the love of God. In the name of Jesus. Thank you. My family is not tossed to and fro. We are stable in our growth. There is a consistency in our growth in the name of Jesus. We give you praise tonight. We give you glory, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Our Father, I want to thank you. We give you praise tonight. Lord, even as we have dug into your word, O oh God, we recognize, O oh God, the Lord, there are benefits to growth in you. And so, Lord, because of that, we choose to grow in you. Lord, the Lord, as we choose to grow in you, O oh God, you will open our eyes to know you more. You will give us revelation, O oh God. You will grow us in the knowledge of Jesus Christ. We pray for that for our family, O oh God. That, Lord God, one thing our family will be recognized for is the fervency of the love of God in our homes in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray for a steady growth in the word. We pray, Lord, that our family will not be tossed to and fro, but, Lord, will be doctrinally sound in the name of Jesus. And so, Father, we bless your name tonight, O oh God. That, Lord God, you will be glorified, O oh God. Even as we look in the scripture. Father, even before we look, we'll gain revelation knowledge, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we bless your name, O oh God. We glorify you, O oh God. That as a body, almighty God, we will grow in the grace of God. We'll become strong in the grace of God. We will do exploits in the grace of God. Your name alone will be glorified in our homes and in our congregation, O oh Lord. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Say with me, surely... Goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Auntie Ogo, we finished at 8.30. I'm sorry. <laughs>